Hello and welcome to the Mr. Carlson's Class Most Amazing Podcast. This is Mr. Carlson, and I'd like to welcome you to our first episode. As always, we will be bringing you children's books read by students inside of Mr. Carlson's drama class. Today, we are reading Angel Child, Dragon Child, story by Michelle Maria Surratt, pictures by Vo Ding Ma. No copyright to this book. It is not ours. We do not own it. Thank you. Angel Child, Dragon Child. My sister skipped the stone gate two by two. Mother was not there to be with me. Mother was far away in Vietnam. But she could not say, Good, my little one, be an angel child. Be happy in your new American school. I hugged the wall and peeked through the corner. A boy with fire-colored hair pointed his finger. Pajamas, he shouted. They wore white pajamas to school. The American children tilted back their long noses, laughing. I turned away. I want to go home, father and little Quang, I said. Chi Hai's hands curved over my shoulders. Children, stay where parents place them, we say. Somewhere, a loud bell jang. I lost my sisters in the swirl of rushing parents. Pajamas, they teased. Inside, the children did not sit together and chant, as I thought. Instead, they waved your hands and said their lessons one by one. I hid my hands, but the teacher called my name. Nguyen Hao? Hao is my true name, but I am Oot. Oot is my at-home name. A tender name for smallest daughter. Hi, a teacher said slowly. Write your name, please. I pressed the chalk piece to my hand and wrote in the air. I do not understand, I whispered. My round eye, the round eye children twittered. The red-haired boy poked my back. Stand up, pajamas. I stood up and bowed. Chow boy sang. I said like an angel child. The children screeched like blue jays. I sat down, and my desk flipped up, hiding my angry dragon face. Deep in my pocket, I felt my mother's gift, a small wooden matchbox with silvery edges. I took it out and placed the hao pong on the lid. When I taped the tiny drawer, Mother's eyes peeked over the edge. I will keep you safe in here, Mother, I told her. See, you will fit beside the crayons. Her smiling face, or her listening face smiled in my heart. I heard the music of her voice. Do not be angry, my smallest daughter, she said. Be a brave little dragon. So, all day I was brave. Even when the children whispered behind their hands, at the clock needle, and the clock needles ticked slowly. Finally, the bell trilled. Time for home. As soon as he saw me, little Quang crowded. Oot, oot, oot. His laughing eyes gleamed like watermelon seeds. I dropped my book, 
and slung him on my hip. There he rode, tugging my hair as I sorted mint leaves and chives. Little Quang and I strung rice noodles from the cup hooks. Father and I laughed at his happy play. At night, my small brother curled up beside me. I showed him mother's lonely face in the matchbox. Together we prayed, keep mother safe. Send her to us soon. With mother's picture near, we slept like angel children. In this way, many days passed. One day at school, small feathers floated past the frosty windows. Mother, I whispered, this is snow. It makes everything soft, even the angry trees with no leaves to make them pretty. My fingers danced on the desktop while I waited for the bell. When it rang, I rushed out the door. Outside, snowflakes left wet kisses on my cheeks. Chi hi, I cheered, catch some. It disappears, she cried. Just as Chi hi spoke, a snow rock struck her in the chin. That red-haired boy darted behind the dumpster. He was laughing hard. I tried, but I could not be a noble dragon. Before I knew it, I was scooping up snow. My hands burned and my fingers turned red. I threw my snow rock and the laughing stopped. Suddenly, the boy tackled me. We rolled in the snow, kicking and yelling until the principal's large hand pinched my shoulder. Inside, he thundered, and he marched us to our classroom. We can't have fighting. You two have to help each other, ordered the principal. He pointed at me. Ho, you need to speak to Raymond. Use our words. Tell him about Vietnam, Raymond glared. And you, Raymond, must learn to listen. You'll write Ho's story. But I can't understand her funny words, Raymond whined. Anyway, I don't have a pencil. Use this one then, said the principal. He slapped down a pencil, turned and slammed the door, his shoes squeegeed down the hall. Damn Raymond hissed. He crinkled his paper and snapped the pencil in two. He hid his head in his arms. How could I tell my story to him? The clock needles blurred before my eyes. No, I would not be an angel child for this cruel-hearted boy. But later, across the room, I heard a sniffle. Raymond's shoulders giggled like little quans when he cried for his mother. I crept over gently. I tugged the sad boy's sleeve. He didn't move. Raymond, I pleaded, not cry. I give you cookie. Suddenly his head bounced up. Huh? He said funny. You said my name. You didn't use f f funny words. He broke off a piece of the cookie. I say English, I said proudly. And you call me Oot. Oot is my home name from Vietnam. Okay, Oot, he mumbled. But only if you tell me what's in your matchbox. My mother, I told him. We giggled and ate the cookie crumbs. Then Raymond asked, why do you need your mother's picture? Mother is far away, I said softly. She didn't come with you? So many children in my family, I sighed. No money for mother to come. Wait, said Raymond. He grabbed the part of the broken pencil. 
I handed to him a new sheet of paper. Now tell me about Vietnam, he said. Raymond scrawled the words in black squiggles. I crammed pictures in the margins. When we were done, Raymond leaned out the door. Done, he beamed. He waved the story like a flag. The principal squeegeed up the hall. You may go, said the big man. We dashed the stone gate together. The next day, the principal read our story to the whole school. These girls sailed across many oceans to be here. They left behind their home, their friends, and most important of all, their mother. So now, Oot's mother needs money for the long boat ride home, said a familiar voice. Raymond stood on his chair, and we should have a fare to earn the money. Young man, warned the principal. Raymond slid down in his seat. We could, he insisted. I hid my eyes. I held my breath. Chi Hai squeezed my hand. A science fair, a Vietnamese fair, my teacher explained. My eyes opened wide. The principal's eyebrows wiggled like caterpillars. But who will help with the Vietnamese fair? Me, cried Raymond. We will, squealed the children. Well, what are we waiting for? said the principal, and we all clapped for the fair. On that very special day, I wore my white ao dai and welcomed everyone to our Vietnamese fair. Chai bo sang, I said, bowing like an angel child. Chai bo sang, they answered, smiling. Hung above our heads, our rainbow dragon floated freely. Below, Chi Hai and her friends sold rice cakes, imperial rolls, and sesame cookies. Raymond popped balloons and won three goldfish. He gave one to little Wong. Don't eat it, he warned. By the end of the day, we had just enough mother to send just enough money to send mother. When will she come? I wondered. Every day I walked home wondering, when will mother come? We slid through the icy river. We splish splashed through the spring rain. We tiptoed barefoot through the grass, still hoping she would come. On the last day of school, when I knew the Ho Fong were blossoming in Vietnam, Raymond and I raced home faster than all my sisters. We were first to see Father Little Hong at the picture window, and beside them, Mother. Thank you for listening to Angel Child, Dragon Child. We hope you enjoyed. And we will have many more podcasts coming up soon. Some could have Mr. Carlson read them. Some could have other students with the glass reading them. Thank you.